Welcome listeners to the first season recap of the Earth Constructors Championship. For the past 700 million years, teams have been doing their best to construct the planet's most impressive structures and ecosystems, which earns them points on the leaderboard. Today we'll be taking a look at the current standings to see how the teams have been doing, and we'll start with last place. Team Homo Sapiens. Homo sapiens, or humans as they call themselves, are the newest competitor in this competition. This may explain their inconsistent performance over the last few hundred years. Humans have not yet figured out that the key to doing well in this competition is quality over quantity, hence the reason they are in last place. You can unfortunately find their mediocre creations almost anywhere on the world map. When they first joined, they had a very low budget, which restricted them to rudimentary cave dwellings. This was quite creative, but it didn't actually earn them any points, since they weren't really constructing anything. Eventually, humans figured out how to construct farms, which earned them their first real points of the competition, but more importantly, catapulted them to similar designs as other competitors, like colonies and large social systems. Some incredible creations over the next few thousand years, like the Pyramids of Giza, the Great Wall of China, and the Ancient Greek Pantheon, got the humans to as high as the number one spot in the championship. Recently, however, their inconsistent performance has been on the whole team's mind. There have still been some remarkable creations, like the geothermal power plants and windmills, but many of the humans' creations lately have sabotaged other teams through pollution and habitat destruction. This isn't illegal, so to speak, but it doesn't actually get you any points, hence the last place. It is worth noting that despite their terrible performance in the Earth competition, the human team has still signed up for the Moon competition and are looking for the Mars comp as well, in which they are currently the only competitors. which. To be honest, probably is better for everyone. The bird team has never found itself higher in the competition than last place. Only thanks to the inconsistent performance of the humans recently do they find themselves in fifth rather than sixth. This is mainly due to their lack of ambition and general unwillingness to work together. Their trademark strategy of the bird team is nest building. This has been their only strategy since joining the competition and hence they have gotten very good at it. Team members build nests to float on the water, to hang or sit in trees, or to fit into the natural landscape of mountains and ledges. This is generally done by foraging for sticks, mud and other natural materials and then joining it all together to create, typically, a bowl-shaped home. Holding back the bird team is their unwillingness to work together, which is limiting them to these small structures. One team not struggling at all with cooperation is the insect team, finding themselves in a very respectable fourth place. These guys have been around a bit longer than any of the teams so far, and it shows with their experience. Similar to the humans, the insects have many different areas of expertise, which launches them across every area of the map. 
The team MVPs are currently the ants. These guys are found in almost every region of the map, excluding the most high latitude parts, simply because it's too cold. Ants create underground nests consisting of multiple chambers, each with a specific purpose like food storage, housing, incubation, and even a throne room for their queen. These chambers are dug from the ground by worker ants and are home to multiple thousands of individuals in any one colony. Some other notable members of the insect team are bees and spiders, who also make nests. However, while the ants dig their nests out of the ground, spiders and bees make theirs from their own custom-made material. Spiders use silk to weave webs and nests, while bees use honey and wax to construct hexagon-based hives. Moving into the top three teams of the Earth Constructors Championship, we see a significant change in strategy. The top three teams have been using a strategy called Ecosystem Engineering, which is a far more sportsmanlike practice than their previous teams. Ecosystem Engineering is when teams modify the environment in a significant way that constructs not only infrastructure for themselves, but also has positive impacts on other species found throughout the map. It can certainly be said that humans are ecosystem engineers, as they alter the entire map to a degree never seen before. However, the majority of this has a negative impact on almost all other species, which stops them from gaining any points. So, in third place we find the Dazzling Coral Reef Team, which consists of corals, sponges and algae. This team has mastered the construction of large coral reefs that provide habitats for thousands of species. They do this by secreting calcium carbonate, which acts as a skeleton for the soft tissue polyps. When the individual coral dies, its hard skeleton remains, which is then built upon by the next coral that comes after. Over time, this cycle builds up to a huge ecosystem. However, the coral needs warm, shallow, clear water to survive, as the symbiotic algae found inside need sunlight to photosynthesize. The algae then provides the coral with food from the photosynthesis, which helps them to grow significantly quicker. This need for warm water generally restricts most of the team's development to the equator, where the sun is strong and the water is warm. Because of this need for very particular conditions, coral reefs only cover less than 0.1% of the ocean floor. However, Astonishingly, they provide homes for up to 25% of all marine species on the whole planet. Unfortunately, due to the poor performance of another certain team on this list, the Coral Reef team may not be in the competition for a whole lot longer. The fight for the top two places in the championship is tight. On one hand, we have arguably the most influential ecosystem engineer in the competition, and on the other, a master in its craft, doing what no other team can do, and the embodiment of quality over quantity. So, in second place we have the plant team, the oldest competitors in the competition, and were by far the first to join. 
At no point has the plant team dropped lower in the competition than third, proving to be incredibly consistent. It is impossible to do the team's constructions justice, but I will go over some of the highlights for the past 700 million years. Rainforests are essentially coral reefs, but on land. Thousands of members of the plant team come together to construct dense, lush environments giving homes to over half of the planet's species of plants and animals. The plant team is the only team to be truly good at land and sea construction. Kelp forests grow in shallow coastal waters and, once again, provide important homes for other species. Otters, for example, hang out in the kelp forests as there is an abundance of food and the water is calmer due to the protective barriers of the kelp. Many species of fish and invertebrates will deposit eggs and larvae in these forests as the calm waters will protect them and nurture them as they grow up. So looking at all this, it seems impossible that a team as strong as this could be in any other position than first. And for the majority of this competition's existence, that was the case. But if any team can cause an upset like this, it would be no other than the beavers, baby! The beavers are in number one place in the competition. The beavers are the second newest team in the whole competition behind only the humans. But unlike the other new teams, the beavers have been fast learners, finding a strategy that works perfectly and then sticking with it. The team's craftsmanship is rivaled by none, blending the perfect concoction of ambition with high ingenuity and reliability. The most iconic beaver construction is the dam. These dams are built from felled trees that the team cuts down using their specially engineered, literal iron-infused teeth. Yes, you heard that right, these guys invested in a full team upgrade to iron tooth enamel. They then haul their logs to a build site along with sticks, grass, mud and rocks. These are then masterfully combined to construct dams up to 100 meters long. Water then begins to pile up behind the dam, creating large ponds to house the next step in the beaver's strategy. A lodge. A beaver lodge is built on an island of sticks and logs piled in the middle of the pond created by their dam. They then get even more sticks and logs, and then they create a dome over the island with two underwater entrances that only they can get through. And why do they do all this? Simply because these hate the sound of running water. Quite simply, the sound of running water will cause them to build a dam and then repair it if the water starts to leak again, which is the funniest thing I have ever heard in my life. Ponds made from the team's dams have been found to significantly increase the amount of plants in the area, as the water piles up to previously dry parts of the land. This construction of now still water bodies leads to an increase of species like dragonflies, snails, salmon and trout. No other species apart from humans does more to shape its environment than the beavers. And unlike the humans, almost all they do positively affects the environment around them, earning them a lot of points in the Constructors' Championship, launching them to first place.
That concludes our look at the Earth Constructors Championship. We saw the beaver team take the lead, followed by the plant team and the coral reef team. Then we find the pretty decent insect and bird teams until we reach the bottom of the standings, our rookies, suffering from a range of issues that I really hope they can figure out because it will be great to see them competitive again for the next 700 million years. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope to see you in another 700 million years to see how the competition standings have changed. Hopefully we see some new teams join, but sadly we will almost certainly see some drop out. I've been your host, Max Bellick. You've been listening to Dear Nature. Thank you for listening. <laughs>